the genies are out of the bottle. Teachers finally need to be heard. By Walter Baum. Nine years ago, my daughter Madeline was an incoming freshman at a South Jersey high school. During open house, my wife and I joined her on a cross-school expedition, meeting the different teachers and sampling the course electives. When we found ourselves in the CAD engineering class, she fell in love. Computers lined the back wall, scattered here and there, balsa wood framed houses of every shape and size. What she learned from this four-year hands-on experience led her to design and manufacture formula racing cars at Rutgers University. It was all math and welding and design and solid works and creative and fun. But during her freshman year at college, she heard her favorite high school course was changing based on the buzzword of sustainable design. Madeline knew the course would be totally different or even watered down based on what she heard from the sibling high school across town. She advocated for the program to remain an integral part of STEM. The teacher, let's call him Mr. Cad, did too, but he knew the designers of curriculum did not ask for his opinion. Why would they? It was, after all, his baby. Mr. Cad resigned. How could he stay? All his effort, all his work, vanished. A dedicated teacher had to leave because his program was being dismantled by those who really had no idea about the essential foundations of engineering. This is a huge problem in schools. Administrators with a background or degree in one discipline may not know the intricacies of various other subjects. A former physical education teacher, for instance, may supervise science and math. Now picture that former physical education teacher as a superintendent. Teachers with experience and a proven track record know what skills are essential. Gone are the days when a senior faculty member, respected and an expert of the content, served as a department chair, serving as both mentor and colleague, teaching and advising and supervising. Unions didn't like this. Administrators didn't like this. It was too much of a gray area. But is a department chair even necessary? If supervisors respect teachers as professionals and value their input, they don't necessarily have to know the content. If changes need to occur, they just need to elicit the input of the teacher. Have them weigh in. Supervisors don't need to understand it. They just have to be a good leader and value their teacher employees as professionals and as experts. There are schools with department chairs who supervise a variety of disciplines such as the performing arts or career and technical education who may not know pottery or music theory but value the experience and the expertise of the professional. That needs to be valued, but more often than not, it's not valued and our voices get lost. How do I know this? In a survey of educators that I conducted across the United States with over 4,000 respondents, only 18.8% felt their voice was heard with the administration or the union. When using the sample size of 2,400 from New Jersey, that number falls to 11%. The reason for the survey was personal. As an educator for 21 years, I felt voiceless. In the rush to reopen schools amid COVID-19, we were told to, quote, keep our opinions out of social media. So what were other educators feeling and thinking about COVID and the teaching profession? I wanted to find out. 
I have 250 pages of testimony from educators. New Jersey educators wrote over 44,000 words. I published all of those words on Medium. One teacher from California said she was concerned. Her district was making decisions about her well-being and without, quote, a lack of choice or voice in the matter. One teacher from Alabama said that, quote, teachers were never asked of their opinions or concerns. Teachers wrote about finding out on community Zoom calls information about their classes and the plan for reopening. The feeling that, quote, nobody cares for us and, quote, nobody is asking what the teachers want are familiar refrains. Educators are also afraid. I'm concerned that I'll be let go if I speak up, a New York teacher said. The lack of teacher voice became very personal just last week when my wife, who turned to teaching nine years ago after 20 years working as a dietitian, learned while casually checking her schedule online that her successful and growing child development program was moving to a regular ed classroom. Special services wanted that room. Special services was servicing 18 students. My wife had over 100 high school students enrolled in her college credit program and 14 children who signed on to start the preschool program remotely, hoping to return later in the year when the public health problem resolved. Moving this program to a regular classroom made all of that impossible. There would be no child-sized bathroom, there would be no sink access, there would be no easy outdoor entrance and exit for parent drop-off and pickup, there would be no access to materials that the high school students needed to teach the children, both remotely and in person, more than 100 high school students lost out to this program, not to mention all those preschool kids. How many future teachers may have lost their dream? Students should select electives to try out potential careers. Many of my former students in journalism now work as professional journalists. When calculating the future loss, the loss of one strong course number in the thousands, all that effort, all of that work, and a program can vanish without a word, without a care, or even without a reason. Like Mr. Cad, my wife resigned too. Professionals with expertise, experience, and dedication need to be treated like professionals. I thought of Madeline's engineering teacher. Would she have designed formula racing cars without that Cad class? Would she be making as much as an intern for the summer as her 50-year-old teacher parents without those early foundations? Would she be driving to Georgia Tech now to study aerospace engineering on a full-ride grad scholarship and generous stipend? That high school program made my daughter's dream possible. The preschool program influenced many to become future teachers. I know. I see how many letters of rec she will write while no longer teaching the program. What can replace those programs? Who can replace those experts? Why aren't experts valued? It all starts with the teacher. The teacher needs to be part of the discussion. Why do so many teachers leave education? It's not because of the pay or the students. Perhaps you know the feeling. Perhaps you know of excellent programs that were cut or changed. Perhaps you feel you have no voice as a professional. Why is this the case? Why do so many teachers feel this way? What can be done? Has there ever been a time when the voices of teachers were heard? Are there things that teachers shouldn't know? Should we just follow commands? Should we just allow our local union to handle everything? Should we not have opinions? I would love to know. 
I can add your voice to my book-length document of teacher voices. Those voices need to be valued, perhaps for the first time in history. The genie is out of the bottle. Perhaps it's time to finally listen to the genie who may one day refuse to listen to the commands of the master. Thank <laughs> you.